Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 75. It is Thursday, February 27, 2020. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and just another day in the hood. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Um, real quick, if you were listening to us, well, obviously you're listening to us. If you hear this, please like, share, comment, um, whatever you could do to help boost this show. That would be awesome. Uh, also, if you are in a HIPAA compliant business, whether that's a business associate or a covered entity, please go to Facebook, go type in Get HIPAA Compliance in the search and visit us and, and join our group. You'll learn a lot about HIPAA there. We do have a lot of news, so we're going to jump right into it. Um, First up in ZDNet, six suspected drug dealers went free after police lost evidence in a ransomware attack, of all things. Seventh incident of its kind when police investigations were impacted by a ransomware infection. U.S. prosecutors were forced to drop 11 narcotics cases against six suspected drug dealers after crucial Case files were lost in a ransomware infection at a Florida police department. I don't know what it is with Florida and ransomware, but the evidence in 11 cases could not be recovered following a ransomware attack that hit the Stewart Police Department in April of 2019. While Stewart Police recovered some data from backups, some files could not be recovered. Lost files included photo and video evidence. Detective Sergeant Mark Gerwan with the Stewart Police Department told WPTV in an interview last week. So... Um, and here's the other cases. January 2017, police in Cockrell Hill, Texas, admitted to losing eight years of worth of evidence following an infection with Osiris ransomware. May 2018, police in Riverside, Ohio, lost 10 months of worth of cases after a ransomware infection. June 2018, Atlanta officials discovered that the city's police department lost almost two years of police da- police car dash cam video evidence. July 2019, police in Lawrenceville, Georgia, lost case-related files and body cam footage following a ransomware incident. It remains unclear how much data the police department lost. July 2019, ransomware infection impacted a police car laptop for Georgia State Patrol, Georgia State Capitol Police, and the Georgia Mortar Carrier Compliance Division. And December 2019, the the St. Lucie... County Sheriff's Office in Florida lost a week's worth of emails and evidence following a ransomware infection, even if the office restored from backups. So just another avenue for ransomware attacks to severely impact life as we know it. Um, Reported on naked security by Sophos, smart speakers speakers mistakenly eavesdrop up to 19 times a day. So that's kind of scary. That smart home speaker isn't listening to everything you say according to a new research, but it is listening to a lot more than it should. Researchers have found some speakers activating by mistake up to 19 times each day. Virtual assistants like Siri and the Amazon version are programmed not to listen to your conversation constantly. Instead, they listen for a wake phrase. When they hear it, it's their cue to listen to what you're subsequently saying which could be an instruction or a request. Google Assistant responds to OK Google. Apple Siri speaks up when you say, Hey Siri, and Microsoft's Cortana pricks up its digital ears when you say, Hey Cortana. The problem is that just like humans, virtual assistants often mishear things. There you go. So Siri might think that seriously sounds enough like it's wake word to start listening to what you're saying, but that's just one of the range of sounds that it might trigger it. That's why it's been reported, recording everything from 
sex to criminal deals. Um, so that's a little scary. I have noticed, and you just heard my phone activate um, from saying, okay, Google. Um, so it, it can be a little scary, and I've noticed we have Alexas around the house, and I've noticed every once in a while the Alexa seems to light up like it's listening. Something to think about before you have conversations that may be a little sensitive. Uh, threat post, Iranian APT. APT is short for Advanced Persistent Threat. If this is your first time listening, targets governments with new malware. A new campaign is targeting governments with the forelord malware, which steals credentials. San Francisco, this is out coming out of San Francisco, of course. A never-before-seen credential-stealing malware dubbed forelord has been uncovered in recent spear phishing emails. Researchers have attributed the campaign to a known Iranian Advanced Persistent Threat group. The emails distributed distributing forelord were uncovered as part of the campaign running between mid-2019 and mid-January 2020. The emails were targeting organizations in Turkey, Jordan, Iraq, as well as global government organizations and unknown entities in Georgia and Azerbaijan. Researchers were said Wednesday at the RSA conference, which takes place this week, citing victimology and code similarity between the macros and analyzed samples and macros documented in open source reporting. Researchers have attributed the campaign to the Cobalt Ulster Threat Group, also known as Muddy Water, Seedworm, Temp.Zygros, and Static Kitten. This APT group has historically targeted government victims in the Middle East to exfiltrate data. <coughs> and then it goes on more details there. Um, StalkAware, also on ThreatPost, StalkAware attacks increased 50% last year. Now this is a little scary as well. Research puts the emergency mobile threat which monitors the whereabouts and device activity of devices, devices, users, as well as collects personal data into clearer focus. The number of stalkerware attacks on mobile devices increased 50% over the last year, showing an upward and continued trend in the emerging, th emerging threat, researchers said. Over the past year, the instances of stalkerware, which tracks users without their knowledge and can result in harassment, surveillance, stalking, and even domestic violence, increased from 40,386 in 2018 to 67,500 in 2019, according to new research from Kaspersky. Attacks involving the use of mobile stalkerware became more frequent, the purpose being to monitor and collect information about the victim. Victor Chebshev, a research development team by Kaspersky, wrote in a post on company's secureless blog outlining trends in the mobile malware in 2019. At the same time, stalkerware, a threat that appeared on security researchers' radar in only the last couple of years, also began to show signs of keeping pace with its malware cousins in terms of sophistication, he said. So, you can read more about that on ThreatPost. Um, I, I mean, if you've ever watched You, you can see kind of how it works. They didn't use malware, but um, stalkerware, but uh, same, 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 uh, same idea. All right, last one on threat post. Unpatched security flaws open connected vacuum to take over. A connected robotic vacuum cleaner has serious vulnerabilities that could, a remote, could allow remote hackers to review its video, video footage and launch denial of service attacks. Researchers have discovered several high sev severity vulnerabilities in a connected vacuum cleaner. The security holes could you give remote attackers the capability to launch an array of attacks from a denial of service attack that renders the vacuum unusable to viewing private home footage through the vacuum's embedded camera. The Iron Pie 
M6, which is available for $230 on Amazon, comes equipped with a corresponding mobile app and a security camera. The vacuum cleaner was built by artificial intelligence home robot company Trifone and was first launched and was first launched Iron Pie. Okay, this is there's a typo here, but so it was first launched at Iron Pie at CES 2019. Researchers on Wednesday said they said they uncovered six flaws stemming from the vacuum's mobile app and its connective protocol at RSA conference 2020 this week in San Francisco so that's really what these conferences are, are well not entirely but a, a large part of it is about um, so they, they do a lot of good because now this now we know of the vulnerabilities and they could be taken care of in this um, vacuum hacker the Hacker News, new Wi-Fi encryption vulnerability affects over a billion devices. Cybersecurity researchers today uncovered a new severity hardware, a new high-severity hardware vulnerability residing in widely used Wi-Fi chips manufactured by Broadcom and Cypress, apparently powering over a billion devices, including smartphones, tablets, laptops, routers, and IoT gadgets, dubbed Crook, and that's spelled K-R-0-0-K, and tracked to CVE-2019-15126. The flaw could let nearby remote attackers intercept and decrypt some wireless network packets transmitted over the air by a vulnerable device. The attacker does not need to be connected to the victim's wireless network, and the flaw works against vulnerable devices such as WPA2 personal or WPA2 enterprise protocols with AES CCMP encryption to protect their network traffic. Our test confirms some clients' devices by Amazon, that's the Echo and the Kindle, Apple, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, Google Nexus, Samsung Galaxy, Raspberry Pi 3, Xiaomi Redmi, and and as as well as some access points by Asus and Huawei, were vulnerable to crook. ESET researchers said. Um, so some of those are very popular. I have a Kindle, iPhones, iPads. Uh, I've I have a Google Nexus not being used for phone. Uh, Samsung Galaxies, Raspberry Pis. These are all very popular. Um, first. Learn what crook attack doesn't allow. So it does not allow the following. The vulnerability does not reside in a Wi-Fi encryption protocol. Instead, it exists in the way vulnerable chips impl implemented the encryption. It doesn't let attackers connect to your Wi-Fi network and launch further man-in-the-middle attacks or exploitation against other connected devices. It doesn't let attackers know your Wi-Fi password, and also changing it wouldn't help you patch the issue. It doesn't affect modem devices using WPA3 protocol, the latest Wi-Fi security standard. However, it does let attackers capture and decrypt some wireless packets, several kilobytes, but there's no way to, to predict what data it will include. And then most importantly, the flaw breaks encryption on a wireless layer, but has nothing to do with TLS encryption that still secures your network traffic in sites using HTTPS. So there's that. On bleeping computers, Soda Kenebi ransomware may tip NASDAQ on attacks to hurt stock prices. So stock market has been taking a, a beat in this week because of, of all the coronavirus news. Well, the operators of Soda Kenebi ransomware, Revel, have started urging affiliates to copy their victims' data before encrypting computers so it can be used as leverage on new data leak site that is being launched soon. I don't know if that is the same one that we reported yesterday. Oh, it is. The Doppelpammer website. The Soda Kenebi ransomware ransomware operation is a ransomware as a service where the operators manage the payment portal and development of the ransomware and third-party affiliates distribute the ransomware. The operators and affiliates then share the ransomware payment made by victims. Most likely spurred by the release of Doppelpamer's leak website this week, the public-facing representatives of Soda Kenebi, unknown, outlined their plans for the further extortion of victims on a Russian malware and hacker form. So 
not the same website, but same idea. According to the post shared with Bleepy Computer by Damien, the ransomware operators have finished a blog that will be used to distribute unpaid victim stolen data with some data like social security numbers being held back to be sold on the dark markets for a fairly high rate of return. So I keep telling people that, that data is being sold, like data like that, social security numbers being sold, and um, I hear the oohs and ahs, but nobody's doing anything about it. Bleeping computer hacker scanner, hacker scanning for vulnerable Microsoft Exchange servers patched now. So if you're using Microsoft Exchange, attackers are actively scanning the internet for Microsoft Exchange servers vulnerable to CVE 2020-0688 remote code execution vulnerability that was patched by Microsoft two weeks ago. So if you have not patched it, do so now. Um, also on Bleepy Computers, 18 sniffers steal payment card data from print store customers. For the past 30 months, an online, online printing platform with a cover store for well-known magazines has been constantly infected with malicious scripts and steal customer payment data, payment card data. At least 18 skimmers or sniffers scripts that copy credit card info at checkout were identified since August of 2017 on reprint mint photo store and Prince cover of ESPN sports sports magazine and the American military publication Stars and Stripes. Mage cart sniffer overload on some occasions more than one skimmer was active at the same time, indicating that multiple attackers had compromised the site and were receiving the pilfered card info. Sanguine Security, a company specializing in online store fraud protection, says the first skimmer they noticed on reprint mint ran for a year and a half without drawing attention. Things changed on February 1st, 2019, when it was replaced by a different script, which sent the data to a file associated with intersniffing's kit, available on underground markets for $950. The collecting file was moved to various domains, most likely compromised for this purpose. On August 1st, 2019, a third skimmer with a different code and exfiltration domain stepped in and replaced competition. By December, Sanguine Researchers has seen six different scripts specifically designed to intercept payment card data. Most of the time, only one of them was active except for the last two, which seemed to coexist. New sniffers were planted starting January 23rd, 2020, with, the number, with number five being a constant regardless of the rival swooping in. Sanguine Security informs that it will still present on Wednesday despite multiple attempts to reach out to the printing platform. Bleeping Computer could confirm that two scripts are active at the moment of writing. So they have reported, and for whatever reason, Reprint Mint did not do what they needed to do. And I could tell you from my travels around the internet, many, many, many websites are not using the most current uh, CMS or the most current code availability, the most current, you know, most current version of PHP or whatever it is. And you expose your, not only yourself, the most current database, the most current, things like that. And you expose yourself to these types of attacks and it, and it, that's one thing. But then if you choose to ignore the warnings, you know, you're really doing a, a huge disservice to your clients. And I can just about guarantee you that will, will probably be the nail in the coffin for Reprint Mint. It's been three years, two and a half years that they've been ignoring this, it sounds like. Um, and that's not a good sign. All right, we have a couple of HIPAA breaches. Medical records of 156,400 personal touch home care patients compromised in ransomware attack on EHR hosting company. So, again, a business associate, but here we go. The Lake Success New York-based home health company, Personal Touch Home Care, has started notifying patients that 
a recent ransomware attack on its Wyoming, Wyoming, I don't know, Wyoming PA-based IT vendor Crossroads Technologies, Inc., has potentially seen some of the protected health information compromised. Crossroads informed PTHC on December 1st that the ransomware attack affected its Pennsylvania data center where the PTHC's electronic medical records were hosted. The ransomware attack prevented patient records from being accessed for a few days while the EHR system was down. Staff at PTHC switched to emergency protocols and used pen and paper to record patient information. The encrypted data has now been recovered. It is unclear where, whether Crossroads restored the data from backups or if the ransom was paid and if any other healthcare clients were affected. The compromised medical records contain patient names, addresses, telephone numbers, dates of birth, medical record numbers, health insurance card numbers, plan benefit numbers, social security numbers, and treatment information. PTHC is currently unaware of the extent to which PHI was compromised and whether the attackers obtained PHI prior to the encryption of data. At this stage of the investigation, no evidence has been found to suggest patient information was exfiltrated prior to the deployment of the ransomware. Crossroads is still investigating the attack. The incident was reported to DHS, uh, I'm sorry, D, the HHS Office for Civil Rights has 17 separate breach reports, one for each of the offices affected. The data, breach was, the data breaches were reported separately as each office is a separate legal entity. In total, the PHI of 156,409 patients and caregivers across six states has been compromised. Affected individuals have been offered complimentary credit monitoring and identity theft services. Now, that really should fall on uh, the business associate here, not on assuming there's a business associate agreement in place. It should not fall on PTHC. It should be on Crossroads to offer the credit monitoring per the um, o o OCR. And um, so now this is the third major business associate ransomware attack to be reported in the past few days. Uh, we reported the other ones yesterday um, and I think the day before. With that being said, uh, the OCR has already said that there will be more enforcement directed at business associates. Business associates and covered entities better make sure your ducks are in a row. And the other data breach, um, two of them here, data breaches reported by Rady Children's Hospital, Aviana Healthcare, and Endeavor Energy Resources. On January 13, 2020, I'm sorry, Rady Children's Hospital, San Diego, the largest children's hospital in California, discovered a security breach on January 3rd, 2020, in which the protected health information of certain patients was potentially accessed by unauthorized individuals. A computer used by the radiology department had been remotely accessed by an unauthorized individual via an open port, internet port. A digital forensics firm was engaged to investigate the breach and determine that the computer was compromised on June 20, 2019, and access remained possible until the port was closed on January 3, 2020. So this is going to be on the IT department, and this is a hospital, so it's an internal team. So six months, a little more than six months, they had access. An analysis, a little less than six months, actually. An analysis of the compromised device revealed on February 5th, 2020, that names, genders of patients were potentially compromised along with the type and date of imaging studies and for some patients, their date of birth, medical record number, referring patient, physician's name, and or description of the imaging study. No financial information, social security numbers, diagnosis, or medical records were compromised. Complimentary credit monitoring services have been offered to affected patients. So they're offering credit monitoring even though social security numbers were not compromised. Rady Children's Hospital is working closely with digital forensics firm to determine what additional security measures are required to prevent further cyber attacks in the future. So I don't know what this computer is. 
I'm not sure if it's a machine or if it's a computer. And um, they had an open port to it. It should have been segmented if that's the case. And um, if that port doesn't need to be open, it should have been closed. Oh, we have two more. Sorry. Multiple email accounts breached in Aviana Healthcare phishing attack, Atlanta, Georgia. Based Aviana Healthcare, the largest provider of pediatric home care in the United States, has discovered the email accounts of several employees were compromised over the summer of 2019. Aviana Healthcare first identified suspicious activity in the email account of some of its employees on August 24, 2019. So six, 60 days went out the window here. Third-party computer forensic specialists were engaged to assist with the investigation and determine the nature of the extent of the attack. The investigation revealed several email accounts were compromised between July 9th and August 24th of 2019. It was not possible to determine if any patient information, patient information was accessed or stolen by the attackers. The review of the compromised email accounts was completed on December 19, 2019. The breach report submitted by the California Attorney General shows 5,004 California residents were affected. It is currently unclear how many patients in other states have also been affected. California, Californian patients were notified about the breach on February 14, 2020 and were offered complimentary credit monitoring and identity theft protection services for 12 months through TransUnion. Aviana Healthcare determined that the following information of California residents was contained in the accounts, names, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, bank and financial information, state ID numbers, medical information, and health insurance information. So not to beat a dead horse here, but first of all, no multi-factor authentication, no phishing education, and we're storing data in email. Endeavor Energy Resources phishing attack impacts 5,100 individuals. The oil and gas exploration from form Endeavor Energy Resources has, I think that's supposed to be firm, has announced it has experienced a phishing attack that potentially saw unauthorized individuals gain access to personal and health information of 5,103 current and former employees. The attack was detected on January 14, 2020, when unusual activity was detected in the Office 365 email account of one of its employees. On February 7th, Endeavor determined the compromised email account contained the names and health plan ID number of current and former Endeavor employees, employees of Endeavor affiliates, and the dependents also, who also participate in the health plan. Steps have now been taken to improve email security to prevent similar attacks in the future. At this stage of the investigation, Endeavor has found no evidence to suggest any information in the account has been misused. However, it's only been uh, a little more than a month, so I'm not sure how you could come to that conclusion. Um, it's interesting because it is not a healthcare provider. It's not a business associate. They have, it's just the health plan ID numbers of their employees. Um, so that, that's going to be interesting to see how that gets handled. All right. That is going to do it for the Thursday edition of the cyber, the proactive cybersecurity daily. Um, we, I will not be recording Friday, tomorrow, February 28th through next Thursday, March 5th, I believe it is. Um, will be unavailable to record. So until next Friday, February 6th, stay secure, and we'll see you soon.